What's up, everybody? This is Phil Rogacki. And I'm Jared Abergina. You're listening to Two Tree Guys Podcast. What's up, everybody? Phil Rogacki here with another episode of Two Tree Guys here in North Carolina, sitting with my man, Eric Palacio, co-host. Yep, What's yep. up, Eric? Yep, 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 And also we're sitting with the grand champion. I don't know if they even that was the title. It's a gra- he's the grand the champion. World of champion all. The grand the champion, the grand champion, Mr. <laughs> Jeff Inman, who won Arbor Fest twenty twenty two competition. <laughs> Everyone's cheering here. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. So uh, before we get started on the show and uh, hear the story of yourself, Jeff, uh, you know, pay the fee, people. You like the episode, you love it, send it, copy it, send it to your mom, send it to your grandma, put it on Facebook, Instagram, all your social media. And if you don't like it, don't share it because uh, we don't want to remember this episode if it sucks. But for some reason, it's not going to suck, right, Jeff? That's <laughs> right. It's not going to suck. Right. This is the first time I've ever met you. Yeah. Oh, man. So for that. So welcome, man. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah, thanks you're, for having me. You're a veteran on podcasts, huh? I've been on uh, climbingarborist.com. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Spray me with the beard. Oh, cheers. All right. Yeah. That's how we get yeah. the party started. Expo's winding down. Spray yeah. the guy who doesn't drink beer with the beard. Yeah, right? exactly. That's the story of my life. Yeah. yeah. They're like, yeah, yeah. wow, you've been drinking tonight, yeah. Jeff? You're like, yeah. no. I was on a podcast. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> oh, man. So, you know, having you on here, you know, hearing your story. Like I was telling you a little bit ago, that everybody has a story, yeah. a unique story, like no other story, you know. Uh, so I've got to hear Eric's story many times. <laughs> yeah. You know, we had we had a great time in California on the podcast, but uh, being here and hearing your story, how you yeah. got in this industry and where you're from. Yeah, so I'm originally from Virginia. I grew up uh, in uh, on the coast, uh, so close to Virginia Beach, a uh, pretty big touristy spot on the East Coast. Uh, but I went to Virginia Tech. Uh, I've started riding uh, with Rudy. Rudy? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, did you know, did, did we you didn't. Know? I didn't know Rudy at then, Tech. I met. I actually met Rudy here in 2019, and yeah, that's when we at the first Arbor Fest. Yeah, and that's when yeah. we were like, oh yeah, we're Hokies. Oh, What's yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so that, that's older? a cool. You, connect- you're older. I'm older. Yeah, you're older. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, but I started rock climbing when I was 16 um, with the Scouts and. Like, I always grew up playing sports. My dad was a Division I uh, basketball player. Um, tried out, like, went to spring training for the Florida Marlins. So, like, athleticism is huge in our family. Both my younger brothers are... You went for the Florida Marlins? No, 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 my dad. Oh, your dad. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Who's cool. also named Jeff Inman. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, the junior. Yeah. Junior, yeah, the yeah. second. Yeah, so coming up in his shadow was uh, fun. Uh, Big in, in the hometown, yeah, yeah, yeah. But not being overly gifted... I mean, like, I'm a decent enough athlete with traditional sports, enough to hold my own, but, like, not like... Oh, yeah. Not like Dad. Yeah. Um, my, I was, was your, joking... Was your grandpa in sports? Uh, both of them were, yeah. Yeah, my... Uh, uh, Frank Beamer, the football coach yeah. uh, for Virginia Tech, his first coaching position was uh, with underneath my grandfather. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, neat, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, sport, the, like, sports run deep in our household um so so i always make the joke that the traditional athletic gene skipped over me and went straight to my two younger brothers hey you're the grand champion well so so that's what i mean in in traditional sports right so my middle brother played division three baseball 
my youngest brother, who's actually an arborist now, uh, is a contract oh, climber. Uh, but he was he all He worked state. with you guys. No, well, oh, he, no, contracts contract with us. he contracts yeah, yeah, with yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he was like all state uh, for cross country. Um, so these like traditional sports, my brothers excelled at, and I was always just like, all right. Like I didn't make the sports teams. Oh my like, God, you're yeah. the regular kid in your family? That's crazy. <laughs> in that way, right? That, that's crazy. And then, uh, but then I discovered climbing, and I was like, oh, this is, this is my shit. Like this, <laughs> I'm gonna show yeah. my brothers. Yeah, dude, we've been having a whole round of psychology with 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 people today too. Uh-huh. People have you know <laughs> yeah. trying to get back at their family yeah. right now. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's get back at your no, family, but busy. like you grow. Well, for me, I grew up like in this small town where where everybody knows uh, who my dad is. Yeah, they uh, they know like they would see they would see Jeff Inman on like a roster and think it's my dad, and I'm oh, like, oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm not as good as him. Yeah. So anyway, I find rock climbing. I eventually go to Virginia Tech to study uh, natural resources. Mm-hmm. And my last year is when I found out that arboriculture was a thing. Um, one of our labs, we actually like climb trees. Gotcha. And, and I, I was like, oh, wow. You can make a living out of this? This is yeah. rad. You, like, you found that out in your last year? My last year, yeah. And what was your major again? Natural Resources Conservation. So it was all geared towards essentially trying to be a park ranger, right? Mm-hmm. So being a rock climber. You're like, I've, that's a, that, I've, I've, well, I'm no. good with it. My brothers are better than me and yeah. everything else. Well, no, like, I just I knew I wanted to be outside. Yeah, so yeah. really my like goal was to try to wind up with some role at Yosemite and yeah. just be oh. a climbing bum. In Yosemite, yeah, a dirt bag, right? Oh, one hundred percent wanted to be a dirt bag <laughs> climber, um, but at the same time, like the pragmatic side of me is like, well, eventually I want to have a family. Eventually, I'm gonna have like I am gonna have to pay back these student loans. I'm yeah. gonna have to pay bills. Like so, dirt bagging probably isn't gonna be the yeah. best option. My wife's not gonna want to live in a cave in Yosemite. Right? Much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, even though that'd be rad. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> super rad. That'd be yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, so, I, like I said, I discovered arboriculture in my last year, um, and I just fell in love with it. The moment, like, I, my, uh, one of my good buddies that graduated a year ahead of me uh, went to work for Bartlett up in Annapolis, Maryland, brought his tree climbing kit back for a football game, took me to the president's front yard, and we, I, like, 85-foot just open-air hip thrust on a Blake's hitch. Up into the, the top pre- of the president of Bartlett? Huh? The president of Bartlett? Or, no, 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 no. The president of the university. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we went into his front yard and climbed this black oak, like humping 80 feet up into the was, air. Was that the moment? That was the were... moment, yeah. I got up there, and I, like the whole time, I'm like, this is awesome. This is so cool. Like, I got up, did a big limb walk. Have like, you climbed that tree since? I haven't, because they didn't like the fact that we climbed that tree. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what the hell are you doing? Get down. They're like, how long ago was this? This was uh, 2011. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. You need to go back and just climb it. Oh, well, so that's the funny thing is now I, uh, like in two weeks, I'm going back. So now the the urban urban forestry professor brings me back in to help with their tree climbing labs twice a year. Awesome. So now it kind of has come full circle in that way. So now I get to go back and help, you know, the the old me try to find their way into this industry. Yeah. Yeah. That's way cool. Well, you know, the academies in California and 
I mean, the guys would love to have you out there as well. And, yeah. You know, come hang out. Yeah, hell yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, come teach the class. Hell yeah. Well, our, our, we'll take you to Yosemite. We're not far. Yeah. No. We'll hell take yeah. you to cool spots to climb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we won't climb with you, yeah. but we yeah, will yeah. definitely record you. Yeah, great. Yeah, you're going to be like, all right, here you go, Honnold. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah get after it. Yeah. It, uh, so <laughs> after, after climbing, what was the next step that you went for in this career? I mean, how'd you get in? So, um... Your I friend met, from Bartlett? Did he? Well, no. Well, kind of. So after I graduated, I met my now wife. Um, we actually were doing a rock climbing certification for the Boy Scouts because mm. we were working at different scout camps, yeah. teaching rock climbing programs. Gotcha. So in a way, I was like, well, I might have met the woman that'll live in a cave with me uh, <laughs> in Dirtbag. And I was like, all right, let's maybe try this. Like, So we tried to basically be rock climbing bums until we were like, all right, these bills aren't going to pay themselves. Yeah. Um, so that's when I hit up Bartlett because that was my, that yeah. like I thought that's what tree work was, was you just graduated and then you went right into Bartlett. Um, so that's what I did. I moved to Northern Virginia, started working for Bartlett. Uh, and actually I spent six years with Bartlett in different parts of Virginia nice. um, and got to travel around doing storm cleanups, but also I got to help um, with the creation of their SRS program that they have. You taught um, a lot of people there and helped a lot. Yeah, or yeah. They, got, they, they have a great program where they bring people on H2B visas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they work. Oh, you yeah, probably taught a lot of those people yeah, from I do, Mexico, I Phil. Got, yeah. Like the H2B visas in the Virginia, they hit Virginia hard. Like yep. a lot of those uh, recruits mm -hmm. from Mexico go in so, there. So interesting. The, guy, the guys that man. taught me how to climb on spikes were on that H2B program. You know we, Dan, Danny? Dan, in, in no, I don't cruise. know Dan. He's the one that... Uh, runs the program in Mexico. Oh, okay. Dandy. Okay. Oh, yeah. yes, Dandy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah wow, yeah. that's so cool, man. Yeah, that's awesome. yeah, yeah. No, it's, yeah. I was like three months into Bartlett, and uh, we went to respond to a tornado down in Hampton, and it was me and the two, uh, two of the H2B guys, and that this beat up Magnolia, and they're yeah. like, "All right, throw on the spikes, get up there. Yeah, <laughs> on the light, come on, <laughs> cut it, cut it." So it who, was cool. Who was the one that? kind of a mentor in your life to kind of push you ahead or give you some direction so in the arbor culture industry like who was that person that was like oh because of this person i'm i'm, I'm staying here and i have found i have found what i really want to do I mean, yeah in arbor culture specifically uh his name is rob springer so he uh he's the division four safety and training coordinator for bartlett um he was the really the the one that he's what 60 something now but he just he's had this position and has this disposition of one you can tell he's stoked on climbing even though it's in a more like mm -hmm. traditional old school way yeah. uh but he just has this even keel way of communicating and teaching uh was always super supportive always looking for ways to like include me in on things because he could tell that i was super stoked on climbing trees and trying to figure out the best way I could advance. Like I just was always hungry to just be better. I just yeah. always wanted to be a better climber. He recognized that and then tried to feed that as much as he possibly could inside that large organization, which is not, as I like was there longer, I realized is not always the easiest thing to do. Absolutely. Um, so I've just always carried a tremendous amount of respect uh, for Rob because of how he how he did that. What were what were the things you were showing uh, that you were hungry? How do you know that you were hungry? I never said no. <laughs> like if if they, like, 
I distinctly remember this, uh, the largest tulip poplar I, like, was ever sent to go and cut down. It was like a 130 foot tall tulip poplar in a backyard with a tiny drop zone, had a 120 foot crown spread. And they're like, and I'm like six months in. And they're like, Jeff, do you want to get up there? I'm like, hell yeah, I want to get up there. I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I want to get up there and at least try. Uh, and it was that kind of thing of like that, that gumption, that grit, that like willingness to step into those situations yeah. that were uncomfortable. Uh, but he, still wanted to. And he to kept see. giving you more and mm-hmm. more and more. Yeah. Like give it to me and then like recognize when I was over my head and then be like, all right, come down. Come down. All right, and then we're going to send somebody else back up and finish it. But then instead of just leaving it at that, taking the time to then process that with me. Of he like, would explain okay. to you, look, yeah. we're going to get you down because this guy does this a little bit better. Well, that, but it's all like, like in that specific example, the tulip poplar, he was like, well, Jeff, I can tell you've been doing a lot of rope climbing and not a lot of spur climbing. Mm-hmm. Like you're trying to prune this tree. You're not trying to remove this tree. Like these are the, you know, this is how you increase the efficiency in this way. And these got to get this thing down. Right. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Like stop leaving stubs when you cut these limbs off, like make one cut, like that's it. Um, (laughs) Like these like very easily digestible, like points on how to improve quickly. Yeah. Um, Are you still in contact with, uh, him today yes yeah 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 so now that i have the position i do at true timber it's it's funny like we're more on the pierce that even though i still see him as like yeah like this big idol in my life um he uh i'll i'll reach out to him with like specific like safety related like regulation type questions Mm -hmm. but then he'll at times reach out to me about like so what do y'all do about climbing with these mechanical devices? Like how, how do y'all handle that as a company? So it's a cool, it's a cool relationship cool. that's grown over the last 10 years. Well, let's, let's talk about the position that your peers now, what's your position at uh, um, true timber arborist. So I'm the, the risk manager and uh, the Academy director. So the risk manager is what most companies would call a safety and training coordinator. I told you they had really cool names yeah. for all their mm-hmm. positions. We it's we, a true it's a true designation too now. Like like what what you're doing for the industry, like putting the proper name to it is is it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome because it professionalizes the industry, you know? It it was like it went from safety guy to a safety trainer and, and, and stuff like that mm-hmm. so now it, you're doing right. that like it might not seem like and I, I know i was joking about it earlier yeah. but but it's honestly like i want to say thanks because it, it there's little things that are done that people are, people think that like you got to come up with the climate and it's like coolest innovation for you to be cool like right. no like giving something the proper professional name giving yeah. someone the proper designation is professionalizing this industry. oh yeah so, big time yeah. big time no, I mean, because as, as a company, we like really, right, we believe words matter, which is why we title things the way that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just, we're like, all right, well, let's look at the word safe. Like, it's not a real word. Yeah. Like, if you, think of, if you think about well, what, what is, we do, what <laughs> yeah, like our anchor points aren't rated. Like, the training we go through to be able to go buy equipment, like, is minimal at best, right? So yeah. they're like, say go work safe is like well no like what we're doing is we're managing risk day in and day out right and we 
we rely on the training that we've acquired, these different pieces of equipment, like that experience share, it's all leading us down this path of like how to, to work inside of the risks that we mm. willingly subject ourselves to day yeah. in and day out. Um, so that's why we changed it to that. So that's half my job is the risk management. So right, that's all the like paperwork and the compliance, but it, it's all standard operating procedures. Yeah, writing, so it's, uh, writing those. Uh, right. So the like, yeah, push your push your glasses up your nose. Like it's real <laughs> fun. Like super nerd. Right. It's not my favorite part of the job. So I, that's that's my Monday, until unless it's a really nice day and I can't stand being inside anymore. <laughs> Um, and then the rest of the week, I'm out working with our teams. And nice. basically, so then that's where the academy steps in. Mm-hmm. We've created, in 2017, our owner saw that there was this lack of formal like education for arborists, right? And I'm pretty sure that's part of why y'all kind of came to the conclusion you did as exactly. well. Right? There's not a whole, right? There's great organizations yeah. that are, are out there that are providing awesome training. But it's not readily accessible. There's not everywhere. enough of them. Right. There's right? not. It's There's not. So in 2017, um, the academy was kind of born in theory, and over the last you know five years, we've worked on formalizing it more to where now it's a three and a half year working apprenticeship program. So awesome. an employee gets hired on full time, and then they're enrolled in our academy where basically the next three and a half years is completely mapped out for them of like, this is what we expect. Your pay is tied to these certifications. At the end of it, you're gonna come out being able to do yep. basically anything and everything we do in Richmond, but have this these list of credentials to go along with it. So in the event, we hope you don't leave, but if you do leave, you can literally go anywhere in the world. You, you know? Yeah, you can go anywhere in the world and have a job and not just a Good, job like man. you can you can have a Good. a well-paying like you've you've now made a career how many people have graduated because 2018 so you should be having them has anybody graduated yet yeah or? so i think in total we've had uh 12 graduates that's awesome yeah, yeah. are they still with you uh half of them are half there yeah. good yeah yeah it, it, like i always say is what you taught you just you just made the industry that much oh, better yeah. because they just took everything yeah. from your company and they just implant planted right. into a new company oh, yeah. and they're like no no let me teach you how we did it absolutely let me teach you how you did it and yeah. you're spreading that and elevating that standard 100 percent. like i mean that's that's the whole philosophy is we're trying to inspire the next generation Good. of arborists love to it. come up and love it and just take it over and, m- and it. make it better than it ever was for us when we started Good. that's it like, and, and and you have to start uh kind of like we all did phil mm-hmm. you have to start preaching in your own home you know with your own people in your own town your own company you yeah. know i yeah. mean i started with the two guys i hired off of home depot you know i yeah. don't know like it, it that's it, it was what it was you know yeah it turned into having a contract with u.s customs and border patrol <laughs> then i not cared who who went because the yeah. professionalism distinguishes and it's across borders and culture and everything oh yeah and, and the more professional you are, the better it is. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it's like that good old saying, you know, teach them to stay, but if they don't, at least it's yeah. still qualified. Well, right? and that's the other thing. The people that have, like, come through and haven't, like, graduated, like, when when an employee leaves, we we always ask him, do you feel like you, you grew here? Like, do you feel like you are leaving 
better, better than what stronger, good. more knowledgeable oh, than than when you started. And that's whether they grew. I mean, we all want them to graduate, but like really, what we want more is to know that they grew, right? So even if they don't, that's probably even a if yes they don't, all the time. Yeah, even if they don't stay for the whole time or whatever, like if yeah. they grew and say they've got like some life opportunity that they just can't turn down. Yeah, like we're stoked on that yeah, too. Like, yeah. you want to go live in New Zealand? Hell yeah, go live in New Zealand. You have to but be now, as an employer. Right. But now, but now you have this skill set that you've learned at least up to this point that you at least can go to New Zealand and say, hey, I know how to do this and I can do this for you. Yeah. Right. And they have that foundation built. Right, they've got that strong skill set, awesome. that way of thinking. They're that carrying your legacy yeah. as as a trainer for you, as as the company for the company. Like it, it's still marketing, it's still promoting. Yeah, they got trained here. You know, I, I yeah. mean, it's just like even if you're looking at the business side of things, yeah. right? Like yeah. you're still putting your name out there. You're leaving a piece of yourself with someone, right. you know. And that, yeah, I mean, that's all true, right? Like it yeah. does. Like it's it's nice for the brand, right? It helps yeah. r- helps put it out there. I, I always struggle with thinking about that side of it because I'm just like, oh, you're, you know, Timmy True. Like, you're whatever over here. Like, I want you to be better today. Like, what? how did you grow today compared to yesterday? Like, you know, I climbed with you yesterday. You weren't using a friction saver, right? Then yeah. I made you use a friction saver. Like, was that impactful? Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah it was impactful, right? Like, like these little incremental things. Well, I feel like any like the work that we do should be tied with making the world better, you know, oh, at yeah. some point. And and at at doing something. So you're training people, you're helping them be better economically for their family, be better for themselves, helping the world, trimming trees. Uh, I mean it's 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 an incredible thing to do and yeah. sleep good at night, you know. Um and and I know Phil Olit maybe give you a little bit more information on this next question but if, if there's this message you can give to the arborist out there to the industry you know they're gonna listen to this podcast at yeah. any time of the day yeah it might be a guy going tired after being beat up from just work every day and yeah. like sitting in his truck at the end of the day not knowing whether to go home inside the house and and completely hang those spikes and be like fuck this like i'm out you know or or the new person yeah. you know they they say this about the gospel phil there's people that hear it for the first time or the last time you you might be hearing us life-saving words that's good right now that's good or you might die tomorrow and you might have heard a gospel right. and something you can change today while you're still alive right. for the last time Right. What would be those words from you, Jeff? Yeah, so again, we go back to Rob Springer. He put this Tom Waits quote in my head like 11 years ago. It's the way you do anything is the way you do everything, mm. right? I love that. That, that has applied, before. right? It's, it's so powerful. At least it's been incredibly powerful in my own life, right? If I think about my competitive career, competitive tree climbing career, when I think about like, do I really want to wake up at 5 a.m. to do a bunch of push-ups and go for a run to make sure I'm in like peak physical shape mm-hmm. so I can stay competitive? Well, if I don't, then I'm not going to have that those in-game successes, right? If I'm if I'm not wearing a helmet at work, then I'm going to have probably a really bad head injury later, right? Like mm-hmm. if I'm not prioritizing wearing that helmet the same way every time, every day, 
it's not going to be that second nature, right? Or if it's with my family, like if I'm not prioritizing spending time with my family, loving on my wife and my children, like that's that's going to slip through the cracks. It's going to get put on the back burner, right? It's that it's that whole thing. Like the way you do anything is the way you do everything. That was the best quote I heard all weekend. Hell yeah. That was the best yeah. nugget there. Yeah. Guys, that, right that on. you're listening right now. You know, share this with somebody, you know, post it, share it. You know, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. Absolutely. Thank you, Mr. Rob Springs and Mr. Jeff for uh, sharing that with myself because that does that. that I won't forget that one. That was a Word. good one for that. So, man, hey, I appreciate you being on the show today. Yeah, man. yeah. Thanks. Thanks for this. When you come to California, we're going to have a show. Oh, yeah. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Okay. Are you going to be so, out there for the show coming up there in, in July? There's a show coming up, right? I didn't. I just found out that there's going to be one on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. So, so the tree, see what tree, I can do. Treetopia. We, uh, oh, that's that's tree, what it is. Yeah. Treetopia. Treetopia. Okay. Right yeah. on. Okay. That, in July, right by us. So you have to okay. come, come out a little bit earlier. Yeah. Come be on the show. Come yeah. have some fun with us Hell out yeah. there. Check out the, the, the facility. I yeah. know you're doing all the safety and training. Maybe you can take some ideas. One thing yeah. that me and Phil and all the crew is always about is being able to share, you mm-hmm. know, what you're doing, what we can do to help you, what, what exactly. ideas even, even we can take for yeah. our students. And uh, I think it'd be great. I think it'd be great. And, and yeah. yeah, we also thank you for being on yeah. here. Yeah. No, and, and I mean, for, same to y'all. Like if, if you ever want to come check out what we're doing in Richmond, Absolutely. You're, Absolutely. you're more than welcome. We'd yeah. love that. We'd love yeah. that. So yeah. everybody appreciate everybody listening today and remember uh, continue elevating that standard and through education, training, and uh, innovation. We appreciate everybody. Be safe out there. See Take ya. care. Cheers. Bye.